All right, so here's a bonus episode for you guys. Uh, we're going to do a little review stuff because last night I got to see Black Adam. A uh, little preview thing. I had to sit there for a long time. My asshole hurt. Um, but it was fun. It was awesome. It was great to see a lot of people out there, like a lot of South Florida people out at Sunset Place to watch it. Um, and we're going to get into a little review of that. And we're going to talk about the She-Hulk finale. Because everything happened at once, and what the hell not? Because this is a bonus episode. So let's do that. Hey guys, this is a quick little warning before you go ahead. This is going to be filled with spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, stop listening i was thinking of doing this in between the the actual versions but i'm just like you know what if you don't want she hulk or black adam spoiled don't fucking go ahead if you don't care then listen away but don't come crying to me later and if you come crying cry to fuckata at gmail.com f-w-a-c-a-t-a all right enjoy the show Went to see the Black Adam movie. Like to hear about it? Here we go. Uh, so, yeah. So, we got to go to see the Black Adam movie last night. Um, thanks to 93.9 uh, DC and uh, Black Adam uh, themselves and Warner Brothers Pictures. So, thank you guys so much. So, the Goblins Heist got to have a little field trip. Go out and see uh, the movie. And, uh, well, first and foremost... I liked it. It was really cool. I think it was the the venue kind of sucked. <laughs> if I had a real complaints, it was like the venue was kind of ridiculous because just took forever for the show to open up. It took forever to get it started. There were some reasons why Noah Centineo, who plays uh, Adam Smasher, was there. He was outside signing autographs and everything. The guy was super cool, super nice guy. That kid looks like, you know, he's, he's star material. Local, he was supposedly out of Boca Raton and everything else. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, I get it. But man, dude, those seats suck. I felt like I was on an airplane afterwards. So that was that's how bad it was. You know, if you've been on an airplane for two hours, your ass starts hurting. So that was the same thing. You know, we got there like at six thirty. The show, the movie didn't start to like eight forty. So I mean, that's how long it was, and that was a little annoying. Um, other than that, it was a great time. It was fun as hell. Everything was really cool. Now for the movie, very good. It was a very good movie. Very fun. Um, this is not Shakespeare. This is not going to be rewriting, you know, movie history. This is not going to be something that you're going to be like, holy shit. 
it's very by the numbers. That's uh, it, even when it, the twists and turns are kind of by the numbers. Um, there was some really, but the action scenes were excellent. Um, the Rock himself, excellent fucking. He was just doing everything right. I felt like Black Adam kind of was almost, you know, he was cold in the right way, in a seemingly right way, and was showing off. There was almost like a T2 vibe between him and the kid in the beginning, where the kid was kind of telling him stuff and he was responding in different ways and all this other stuff. Um, the thing is, is that that was the thing too. Like, Black Adam's not stupid, and I don't think The Rock played him stupid. But there were some parts there that I thought, mm, I could have done it a little bit more on it. And I don't know. I was a little, you know, like, I, I guess, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I, there's a wickedness to Black Adam. That's really cool. That's like what you kind of want. And and he did, he was more brute force, kind of grunty, kind of silent, stoic, you know. So, I, I, you know, maybe that's the writing more than anything. Um the cast was good. Hawkman was really surprisingly really good. I liked Hawkman. I thought that was really cool. Um, I didn't. They didn't give you too much of the background on Hawkman. It wasn't like you didn't know if he was uh, the Thanagarian cop. You, you didn't know if he's the resurrected Carter. You don't know exactly what he's playing in that. Um, which wasn't a bad or horrible thing, but it was kind of like, okay, what now? What do we do going forward? Like, uh, I didn't know what was going on. But he was, like, buffed. I mean, he was able to go a couple of rounds with Black Adam. Not win, but go a couple of rounds with Black Adam. Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan, dude, hell of a performance. Really great. I, I was like, man, I want to see more. Um, He was really cool. I really dug it. I thought it was really good. Uh, uh um writing on the character's part and everything else in the development of it um now then i go cyclone and Gatham smasher and the reason why i'm not going character by character is that i felt like both of them were sprinkled in for flavor and maybe for comic relief or some kind of connection more adam smasher than cyclone i don't think they did enough with the cyclone character i i know she's not a major dc player she's a relatively new character but I felt like they got her in there for what's sake? You know, like I didn't, I didn't understand it. She was really good in the parts that she was. She had a good intro when they talk about her as a young girl with a hundred sixty-five four IQ and this and this and that. I go, oh crap, crap! Here comes the scientist. Here comes the brain. But eh, it wasn't really there, you know. And so it kind of felt like it was a missed opportunity on her part. She seemed really good. She seemed like she had something going on. And Adam Smasher seemed to be more. Of a, of a, of a extra comic relief. I mean, I think his code name in Spanish would be Grande Por Nada. That's seemingly what it is. Um, they did mess with it a little bit. Um, I'll get into that later. But you know, it was he was there, and it was he was you know charming, and I think it was cool. But you know, it's not what it was supposed to be. Um, I think it could have been a little bit more. Like, I, I felt like it wasn't enough. I, I feel maybe, like, this film has a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor. Maybe there's a director's cut or a wider release. Maybe they'll add more to it. Um, that was, like, the one part that I was kind of eh about on, on there. For those two characters. They made them really interesting, and then they didn't use them enough. Um, the actual plot itself is getting this crown, and there's this mom, and she's... a. She's trying to get it before the intergang who seems to have taken over Kandak, which is Kandak is like this um, 
you know, uh, 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 fictional uh, Middle Eastern country, which is a home to Black Adam. And that's true to the comic books. I mean, at one point, he's like the president of the country, but um, that's more ahead. Um, I feel the representation of these characters was a little cookie cutter. Um, the kid is a scrappy kid and he's a skateboarder and all this other stuff. And, you know, he has a goofy uncle who seems to be good hearted and can be a hero. And the mom's really brave for being a mom. And, and you know, I, I, I'm not trying to shit on any of that, but it's just like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is just goes down the same routine. Um, so where I kind of had, I guess you could say a bit of a problem and it was like the fleshing out of all the characters or at least the, like the country kind of got me pissed off because, OK, I get it. It's Kondok. They seem to be speaking like an ancient Kondok. It was like Aramaic. I want to say it was a little real language and they were speaking like Aramaic or something like that. And it would have been cool to see a country that was speaking Aramaic. But some I know this is just for the sense of like making the movie easier. But if the if the people in the country spoke Aramaic and were, you know, in that kind of real sense, you know, there were some parts there with like these demons and some other stuff that came out like these little and they had to do like this whole little inspirational scene where the kids trying to rally the people to fight for their country. And I get it. But man, it was very under delivered. I, I feel like that kid could have done more. I blame direction for this, not the kid, because he seemed to have been acting pretty good throughout the whole movie. Um, it just was very underwhelming. The like, people were, were not engaging. It was just like it would seem like an extra scene out of nowhere. Like they didn't need to have for for no reason. It came out of nowhere, or I guess not to make it just about the superheroes who were doing the fighting. Um, some of the back and forth, also again, if there were some parts that were very by the numbers, um, I, but I will say overall. Black Adam, really great fucking series. I thought it was really good. The, the the action scenes, the use of the physics involved in it. It's one of the things I'm always like... The physics of superhero stuff is something I can get into all day. Because if you're talking about somebody that within 30 feet can go to 100 miles an hour. At the same time have the same strength and pressure as a 20-ton press. Dude, that guy's going to go right through you. Like, that guy, that's... that's, that's uh, bus going full speed with like a lance in the front you know that's just gonna dis demolish somebody and to see somebody and how they would work with that what um if your skin couldn't be pierced by a bullet does it bounce off or does it get absorbed stuff like that they kind of mess with that kind of stuff and it was kind of see cool to see everything on there um i i i think the backgrounds were kind of thrown in there and you didn't get to see too much which is fine because sometimes i don't need an explanation i like to guess and everything but there's some things that i was like okay so the justice society is somehow working for amanda waller what that was a little bit of a weird thing to me um again like hawkman you don't know if he was a thanagarian cop or he's the resurrected guy or what's going on dr fate were his where he is in the whole magical realm. Within the realm of magic in the DCU. Because um, Doctor Fate is like the Doctor Strange of that universe. I mean he's the top guy. Especially for order and everything else. So he would not be a pushover. He would be fucking throwing down. So that's another thing I wanted to like kind of see more of. Um, Adam Smasher. You saw that he was the nephew of the original Adam Smasher. Which was played by the Fonz. So that was kind of cool to see him on there. I loved him on Barry. 
Um, Cyclone just seemed to be introduced, put there. She did some cool stuff, really cool stuff. And then that's it. I wish I could have seen more of that. Those are the things that were like, I, I guess, were kind of left around. I mean, you can always come to Goblin's Heist and read their comics and find out more. Um, so there's a couple of different things like that that I was kind of... Uh, 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 what's it called? So that's like kind of figure out and put together. Um, sorry, messages. And, uh, but yeah, and, and then, you know, in the end with the crown and everything that's happening with the plot about the crown and this and this and that, which was all right. I mean, you can see the, the, the McGovern that it is and what it's going to be used for and all that stuff. And there was a twist with it and there was a whole thing with the print. A lot of scenes that were really cool to see. But didn't really fucking do anything much for anybody. And then the other thing was, um, then the 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 big bad that finally comes out, um, Sabak came out. Um, you know, it's just I don't know. It was a lot of things that was just, uh, it wasn't bad. The fight was good. Sabak was kind of seemingly cool, but it just man, like first off, Sabak just seemed like straight up ripped out of fucking World of Warcraft. Like everything about it was like even the design. His powers, his abilities. I was just like, okay, somebody likes WoW. Um, not to say that it needed to be changed so much, but it needed some fucking more flavor to it, or you know, tweaked a little bit better. And then, um, yeah, it was just a lot of little things like that. So I was just kind of eh about it uh, going forward. And uh, you know, and then in the end, I'm trying to think about the movie. I'm just parsing it in my head. Yeah, it was just the, the the only problem was the play by numbers on it. But I will say this. It was entertaining. I was entertained the whole time. I forgot how much my ass hurt in the seat. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that after the movie, I was like, ah, I like I was like, holy crap, because the seats were really uncomfortable for that movie theater. And um, yeah, so overall, that was like the, the you know one downside. Um, but yeah, I, I I dug it overall. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really great. So in the end, Black Adam, out of five, four out of five. If you're a casual person just looking for a movie to watch and everything else, three out of five. If you're a comic book fan, if especially if you're a DC fan and you want to see those after credit scenes, what? That was almost worth the whole movie. Yes, then it's a four out of five for sure. Go Go see it. So Black Adam, four out of five. I, I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I was making the con- contemplating this argument the other day with people about how I feel like he doesn't have th- a movie, like a movie that you can really latch on to. And maybe you guys think differently. Like, because if you look at Schwarzenegger, I can go to Predator. I can go to Commando. I can go to Terminator. I can go to so- Conan the Barbarian and pick these movies and say, wow, these are great movies. He did these movies. They're awesome. Sylvester Stallone, Rambo, Rocky, right off the bat. Bruce Willis, Die Hard, Fifth Element. Uh, Van Damme, fucking Bloodsport. Um, there's just so many that you could go and you can pin it on them. And maybe they make shit afterwards and they have their bad movies and their whatever. So the with The Rock... He has his okay movies and his shit movies. I can't say that there's been one that I'm in like really, like I dug him in Jumanji. I dug him, and um, see, I wasn't a big Fast and Furious fan. I think it was too Ayala. That was my biggest thing on it. Um, I liked his Hercules. I liked, you know, they were good, but they weren't great movies. 
So I feel like he just needs that one movie that really like say, damn, dude, put him on the top, like make him do, get him to do something really fun and awesome. But I feel like he suffers from Eddie Murphy disease where he wants to make movies where his kids will be OK with. And because of that, it make it makes it that he can't do anything critical. That's kind of my take on it. But this is from the outside looking in. The guy's a fucking boss. The guy's awesome. But just, you know, I, I want him to have that movie that we can all go, fuck yeah, that. He's had a lot of moments. The guy's charismatic as hell. He's cool as shit. I'm just saying, like, maybe he just needs that one thing, man. That one thing that you can be all point at and say, this proves he's a badass. And that's my, that's the only thing. Um, man, is Black Adam that movie? I wouldn't say so yet. Maybe a second one he will be. That will be interesting. So... Yeah, go see Black Adam. Fucking really cool movie. Fun. Um, definitely a cool action, the superhero action movie. Um, I'm going to dig it. And with that, I'm going to get out of here. Shazam! All right. So, as I did the Black Adam review, I got home, kissed my girlfriend a lot got in bed and she was still awake so she goes hey well i was like hey you want to watch the last show because all right let's watch the last show because i saw already was spoiled for me a couple of fucking thanks instagram uh a couple of moments from she so i was like all right fuck it let's watch it let's put it on so we put it on and um finally watched the finale what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck like i have i think I have enjoyed She-Hulk. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, I didn't like She-Hulk. I enjoyed She-Hulk. But every time they zagged when they should have zigged, and all these kind of moments that they had where they fucked around with it, I defended it. I was like, all right, they're trying to fucking rock the system, bro. Um, But this last episode where they totally broke the fourth wall and did this kind of kooky, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more kind of shit to it, kind of shitted on everything and it kind of shitted on the mcu and kind of didn't take it seriously anymore and it goes back to the goofy ass dickhead fucking antics that i keep saying stay away from and there's times that i'm the type of person that you know what if you gotta burn it all down for it to work i'm fucking for it man let's do this fuck it especially for the art as they say but i gotta admit I was like, what the fuck is going on here that they go this far into it? And as much as that end was kind of ridiculous that they were proposing and then they changed and they just suddenly had it. It was so anticlimactic to go stop it suddenly and for her to go into a diatribe and go into finding Kevin, K-E-V-E-I-N, whatever the fuck, and kind of really shit on all of Disney Plus and shit on everything that they've done. And I get it if you're kind of trying to be, I don't know, postmodernist, whatever the fuck, and, and take on something and make a criticism of it. But what you've done is say that eternally you don't care about what you're making. And so why should I care about what I'm watching? Get what I'm saying? Like, it gets to a point that I'm like, I think you're being too much of an asshole. And I can't take this seriously. And that's what I was take. I, I I got from them, 
Um, so yeah, overall, I was just kind of astounded by that. Did I enjoy it? Yes, but I'm I'm a Marvel whore. You can't take me seriously for shit, especially when it comes to Marvel, because I'm still a twelve year old inside going, "Oh my god, are you Daredevil." Um, that was my biggest thing. Um, so yeah, seemingly that's the only problem I really had with the whole She-Hulk series. Um, I I I just feel like it was very dismissive of everything they've done. It's gotten either hokey over there. I feel like maybe they're just having too many friendly meetings and they're eating shit or something like that. Because what so far between that Thor: Love and Thunder and some of the other, they've really fucked in. Like, are crapping on everything. They, they they took the Deadpool formula way too far. It's too funny. It's too jokey. It's too crazy. There's parts of What If they're like that. There's part where it's like, okay, hey man, I get it. You 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 want to fuck around and make fun of the universe and, and certain parts and not take yourself too seriously. But after a while, you're just being a bunch of douchebags, you know. And where there was a redeeming quality when they did Werewolf by Night, which had that kind of ironic meta, whatever the fuck you want to call it, by becoming a uh you know a universal studios kind of technicolor horror film and with uh even the end with the with the wizard of oz and everything else that was playing it it was a deliverance from that it was like all right cool you're still telling a story you know what i'm saying and here it's more like just i don't know you know when it's like somebody's too jokey like there's everything's a joke and everything's like <laughs> you know how that is <laughs> oh you know how <laughs> you know how I am around cakes <laughs> everybody has a case of the Mondays like you're almost office level dickheadery and this is office level like comedy like this is like oh you know oh that Pam in in accounting she's a she's a cut up and it's just like dude you're not maybe it's funny for your office and your water cooler but it's not funny for the rest of us. It's not, we're not in on the joke and it's not rece- being received. And you're kind of just shitting on what we fucking love. So I would tell them to get, you know, dude, chill the fuck out, Marvel. Like, you're getting too stupid and silly. And I don't know if you're trying to just, you're nervous because you don't have shit. So you have to make a joke. Like those people that make jokes a lot of times that they just don't have a personality. And that's why they have to make a joke. Um, or I don't know what it is, but chill the fuck out. But other than that, it was all right. I was kind of disappointed with the way it ended. Let's see what happens if there's ever a season two. Please don't fuck up Daredevil. Please. And, uh, oh, and the other thing. Oh, the Hulk just comes back with Scar, his son. Fuck you, man. That's it? You're not going to do Planet Hulk? You're not going to do World War Hulk? You're not going to do those storylines that make that kid important and makes it like a big deal when it happens? Fuck you, man. Get out of here. Get your fucking shit and get out of here. Now you're really shitting on on, on the Marvel Universe. So I hopefully they're not going to go through with that. I Hopefully that's just like them for shock. There's mention of a movie. There's a mention of some other stuff. Let's see what happens, man. That's just like, uh, you know. Again, m- maybe not. let's not take She-Hulk too seriously. Take it as this meta fucking whatever fucking bullshit that there is until Deadpool arrives. And then we'll go from there. Um, until then, fuck it. (laughs) 
All right, so that's our bonus episode for today, guys. Uh, it was fun to go out. Like I said, I want to thank 93.9 and uh, DC Entertainment for having us out there uh, to see the Black Adam movie, AMC 24. Um, man, that mall needs to, something needs to happen to that Sunset Place mall, man. I, I, I don't want it to go away. I wanted to, for it to do something, but shit. It's kind of run down. That theater's run down. Everything's run down. Fuck. Um, but it was really fun. It was nice to go out there. Like, awesome to see everybody out there. Uh, fellow comic, local comic book nerds all in the house and everything else. Um, some of the whooping and the hollering. It's a, that's that's kind of the fun part of seeing a movie like this. Does hear all that crap. So I dig that part. It's kind of like when it's like the Super Bowl. Like I really don't give a fuck who's playing. Is there chicken wings and screaming? I'm all I'm I'm down. Um, and, uh, it was cool. Again, I, I like She-Hulk. I like She-Hulk. I like She-Hulk. I'm just, the, you know, it could be so much better. That's the only thing I, I keep thinking. I'm like, when I see stuff like this, I'm like, damn, there's a missed opportunity to do something better than this. But they took the easy way out. So that's my big fucking problem with it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will be out and about this weekend. There were a bunch of stuff going on. I will be back next Tuesday. I got, uh... Next Tuesday with the new uh, the comic book claim sale show. Thursday the podcast and on um, Thursday night the comic review show, which I hopefully will po- be posting something tonight uh, later on. If they did anything last night, I gotta check. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed. See you next week. Be good. <laughs>